0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast, a podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm here with Kai and Ben. As always, guys, how are you doing today? Doing well. Yeah, we're
1: good. We're good.
2: Actually, that's a lie. Everything has changed, and I'm <laughs> <Everything's falling apart. laughs> not, not good at adapting. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when you're listening to this, we're recording this uh, firmly directly after the date that Zencaster fucked yeah. us. Uh, and everyone else in the indie podcasting community who relied on it to make podcasts with people all across the world. So, you know, thanks,
0: Zencaster. Mm-hmm. And and even then, we're not really sure how the new Zencaster system works. Like like I said, this is literally the day after they had tweeted this new change, so we're still trying to figure it out. So who knows, maybe it'll be better or more comprehensive in the future. But as of right now... This day will go down to podcasting's 9-11. <laughs>
1: uncharted territory yeah this is it now we're at ground zero this is this is how it is we've restarted the podcast now we're back we're back in the
0: beginning i'm I'm metaphorically (laughs) under rubble right now (laughs) uh aside from from the the chaotic energy and the scramble to figure out how to record the show now uh how how are you guys doing good
1: yeah 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 i was saying to you guys i went and played DD yesterday with my mates Um, awesome it's been a ton of fun i'm playing a character who is incredibly stupid but thinks that he is extremely smart so that um, that led to it, it is quite fun to play uh it led to a situation where uh i heard that a friend's character was going into contact with some people who i believed in my character's opinion to be traffickers um, and it turned oh. out that was not the case at all, but I went steaming in there and I was like, you're going to be trafficked. Don't go there.
0: Oof. That's a big, <laughs> that is a big, uh, it's a big, it's a big accusation to make the big accusation. That's what I was looking for. I was gonna say assumption, but that's not, I mean, I guess it kind
1: of works, but it's been incredibly fun though. It's been that's incredibly good. fun. Uh, yeah. And I've been playing shit tons of Hogwarts legacy, which is as much as uh, I was ripping on it. Cause it was Avalanche and they made the whole Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> Mortal Kombat mythology Sub-Zero yeah it's um it's actually really fucking good i mean this is not for
0: but i have a mug that has the marauders map on it and it says i saw him we swear that i'm up to no good sick so that's your harry potter for uh, today oh today shit goes. it's
1: big 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 will smith wild west vibes
0: what's happening yeah. i've seen
1: chats go off for um for people ah. on audio format i have new glasses and they are circled and he do look does like look like will smith from wild west you know yeah
0: if you've never seen ben before
1: Picture <laughs> 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 Will Smith, white watch will smith and had a big beard
0: <laughs> uh, oh man how are you jared uh i'm doing good like you like you're saying kind of holding in there and figuring this whole recording thing out but i think we adapt we uh we make things work you know we get shit done so i think i think we'll be fine we'll figure it out we'll figure it out Mm. but before we get started with this episode of mass effect let's do a little housekeeping if you don't know this is your first episode play along podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns picking a game. We'll then break that game up into sections and come together each week and talk about that section. Specifically, we do dive into the game in its entirety. And more importantly, we go very in-depth into the narrative and the story of the games that we are playing. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers for any of the games that we're covering, either play the game first and come back and listen to us or play along with us. But if all that sounds interesting, you can now head to the beautiful and shiny new playlogpod.com to get all of our content, to see where all of our social channels are, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and our Discord, and all of our bonus content. After this if you're like, "Man, these guys are are real swell." We have some bonus episodes where we do like gaming <laughs> rounds, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We do like roundtable discussions. We'll we'll do episodes on specific games and everything and then we have a D series that we are doing that is video game themed that is dm'd by our very own benji here which mm. sort of been on hiatus because we're trying to figure like recording schedules out and everything but
1: life life be life in um
3: life and be life in.
0: yeah so apologies to everybody that's been kind of waiting for that again with the six or five of us it's yeah. just kind of hard to get schedules I around but get
1: married it's entirely her fault
0: yeah that's that she did get married so that's a big life moment that did happen but
1: congrats uh, but you screwed everything so
0: <laughs> exactly she won't listen to this so it's not a problem yeah it's fine yeah she'll, exactly she'll, she'll, she'll never hear it it's okay um yes uh we i've been on some podcasts recently just
1: go figure
0: surprise yeah <laughs> Look, I'm trying to anytime you listen to anyone's podcast, I'm gonna show up in some capacity. The ghost of future, ghost of future podcast. The ghost of future podcast
2: past. Oh, uh, oh Jared, Jared, you're you're here again. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here to record, guys.
0: Uh, like we didn't invite up, so you.
3: Last week sent him the link. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I was on the episode of Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast with Nave and Philip, with them two and four other podcasters, where we did a big eight way um, video game draft. Be very careful, you're nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: video
0: video game draft.
2: Circle jerk.
0: Yeah. No, where we kind of similar to if you listen to our bonus episode where we did the PS2 draft, similar, but like all IP was on the table. So we went person by person. And so are
3: you saying
1: they stole our idea? I love the idea of, like, their episode, it'd be the same but different. It's like, <laughs> the
0: same but different. Well, ours was just PS2 games. This one we covered all kind of gaming franchises and IP. Uh, I would say yes, but I also stole their idea. <laughs>
2: we need drama, okay? We need mm-hmm. to get the fans <laughs> engaged. We need so, to beef. If there's even in. slightly a chance that we can call them out and uh, cause some beef, you know? Yeah get some diss tracks going. I think that's positive mm. for the community.
0: Oh man, no no one wants to hear that.
1: You look like you're ready to drop a, hat, a hot diss track though, Jared. Like, you sure. got your hood up and the yeah. the headphones over them already. Yeah. Hoodie.
0: Hell yeah. Ready for the the indie podcast diss track coming to you soon. This <laughs> podcast is just chaotic. Gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, but go listen to that episode. It goes into gaming together. Yeah, they're a fantastic show. Right now, they had just announced that Philip, one of the hosts on there, is actually going on deployment out of the country. So he will be gone for about six months. So they're going to kind of see how that works for the podcast. Nave's kind of going to hold down the fort for the time being because they don't really know what Philip's recording or game situation is going to be while he's out in deployment. But gonna uh, <laughs> he's just going to play Philip's hey voice.
2: It's name. and I, Philip.
0: <laughs> but go listen and support their show they're awesome they have a they have a great show it's a good time they play cooperative games and then sit and talk about them kai and i mm. was on a couple episodes of their show actually so
1: go give them a listen i was on an episode because we talked about grounded oh that's right Finn
0: was also on that t- i didn't mean to forget about you Finn. i'm sorry
2: yeah i was like, oh, how it is
0: yeah uh okay well we're gonna take a quick little break here and when we come back we're gonna dive into this section of mass effect in the last episode we wrapped up uh the mission on pharos and taking down the thorian that Saren was trying to use to mind control more people to go onto his side, which I was thinking about is interesting because he has like the Sovereign, which is a ship that mind controls people. So mm. Why did he need the Thorian that was also mind control? Maybe he needed more mind control. No,
1: uh, uh, we 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 learn a bit about that in this section. It comes up, so that's true. That's true.
0: But we start this section uh, last week when we had gone to the galaxy map. We kind of heard that there was more activity from Saren over at Vermeer, but we had gone to Pharos first instead. And, you know, that was kind of the point where we can kind of choose which direction that we wanted to go. And we tackled Pharos first, which after playing Vermeer, it would have been interesting, like context wise, do Vermeer first and then go back to Pharos, which is interesting because Vermeer gives so much context to like Saren's situation and everything. But we traveled to Vermeer. And as we get there, we see that this is Saren's kind of base of operation. There's these t- t- big-ass towers that are there that are used and they're surrounding Saren's base. So Joker suggests that we go down in the Mako and we go kind of under the radar so we can infiltrate his base. And then what follows is kind of just driving the Mako through a very beautiful planet, by the way. It's kind of very lush and green, and we're driving through, like, the waters and everything. Wow. Kai's shaking so his head. What's it's wrong? It's the I mean? most halo-looking... Split. It's a you know, when I when I, we first dropped the very first level in Halo Combat Evolved, that's what it reminded me of Halo One. When you first drop on the beach, and, then, and I'm the warthog, that's what it's reminded me of. It's, 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 f- it's there's water, but it's like standing
2: water. There's plants that look like water.
0: <laughs> well, like
2: you so, know, hot, hot.
1: I went like full murder mode at the moment, uh, at the beginning. Mm. I took um, I took Tali and. Oh, yeah, Tully and Rex I took with me. Mm-hmm. Because, because um, gone.
2: Go let him finish his justification. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Tully and Re-
1: <laughs> because. Uh I think I took, I think I chose Rex because there was mention of um, what did it was it later on when they talk about the Krogan? That's late. that's when we get to the Salarian camp. It might have been later. That might have been when I took Rex. So I think I took Tully mm-hmm. and La Liara. Mm-hmm. They're, my, they're my two girls. I take them everywhere. Except for later when I didn't take them. <laughs> Except for later <laughs> <when> I didn't. <laughs> All right. Maybe
2: I, mean, maybe, guys. maybe I should have let you be cut off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I took Kaiden and Garrus. And the reason is because uh I really didn't make a uh effort to really use Kaiden up until this point, but I started assigning skill points. Uh, oh, And I realized that you could assign skill points to your companions. Um, And so I would just put all of the skill points for Kaiden because he's so shit at everything else anyway, at just unlocking crates so that I could unlock everything that had weapons in it. So I carry him around pretty much as just a key. He's uh,
1: just a key to unlock chest. He's your HM slave. <laughs>
2: also, he is my HM slave. Also, I got confused when assigning uh, some fucking equipment uh, and obviously, Kaiden and the main character are both white boys. Uh, it's very hard to tell them apart in the menu system if you're not paying attention. So, I equipped a bunch of really strong armor and weapons to Kaiden accidentally. And, he it. You. and then it was Yeah, and then I sold all the rest of the weapons thinking it was me. So, they were just trapped on him until I found more like weapons that I could swap out because you can't just switch weapons between fucking characters. You have to have Especially if you
0: don't have anything to swap it with.
2: Yeah. So, yep, yeah, that's why I brought him because I kitted him out thinking it
1: was me. It <laughs> not love- me i love the idea that you're just like oh no i'm the other white dude i'm the other <laughs> white guy i it. also learned you could toggle helmets which
2: mm-hmm. fucking great <laughs> we're literally like more than halfway through this game <laughs> you know really, i feel like i'm really coming into my own in this game <laughs>
3: <finally exploring> <laughs> i want
1: to just put this out there right and this is completely nice. unseparated to, to mass effect but like so like i said i've been playing hogwarts legacy right And they do this fin where... No, because this is something that I I would like to see more people do go forward. So you get an item of clothing and then you equipped it to get the new stats, right? But they have collections. So it will show you all of the clothing that you can unlock in a game. Mm -hmm. Once you sell that item of clothing, you can still alter your appearance to have that item, to make it look like that item of clothing, but keep the stats, Mm -hmm. even if you sell the item. So there have been like cloaks and shit that I wanted to wear that have been really, really low stats but look really nice. Mm -hmm. So I can just sell them off and still dress that way and make myself look that way. I think that's a nice little thing. I want to. I forget what
0: the game was, but there's another game that did that too, where it was like the armor (laughs) and the appearance were like two separate things, where you could almost like I think Mm. they called it like layering. If you know what the game is, let me know. But it's like you could have. Or or layerlands is it literally that where you have all your armor is just shields, and then you have
2: cosmetic, uh, right? Like things you pick up. That is, that?
1: Borderlands. Borderlands. Oh, I've never played a Borderlands game, so that's why Whoa, I don't know. That
3: really? How did we?
0: It's
2: we're
1: weird. just yeah. freaking this out now. Borderlands two, go play it. It's great. Uh, oh, actually, you've randomly reminded me. Um, the Tiny Tina's Wonderland is free on Steam for the next couple of days. Is it just free? I'm for free idea. forever if you just. Tiny. Is it
0: Tiny Tina's Wonderland or is it the DLC for Borderlands 2 that is Tiny Tina's oh, something? question. Something? That is a very because good
3: question. The Tiny
0: Tina's Wonderland is almost like not an expansion, but like like a continuation of that original this one. That
1: was a, alone yeah.
0: Yeah. I was like, Tiny Tina is supposed to be like a $70 game. <laughs> They're just giving that shit away for free. Maybe.
2: Who knows? Well, I'll tell you. I brought
0: to this section, I brought. uh liara and rex that's kind of who i stuck with the entire um the entire game was was them still but mm. so on this first kind of infantry mission we're just driving through the kind of watery section of vermire and every now and then there'll be these kind of gates that are blocking our progression you get out of the ship and then you go and fight some of the geth that are there for the most part i tried to kill most of the geth while in the mako and then any ones that I couldn't get that were kind of up on this little bridge gate, I would get out of the Miko, go kill them. And then you open the gate. And then you do that probably two or three times. Okay, I'm interrupting you. Tiny Tina's Wonderland <laughs> is not
2: free right now, but it is heavily discounted. Uh, and there's a Gearbox Chaos Meets Mayhem bundle, which is Borderlands 3 and the DLC. And Tiny Tina's Wonderland for $31, which I will be purchasing. That if is I a deal and a
0: deal. I also want to yeah. play Tiny Tina's Wonderlands.
2: So everyone get on that. Spend 31 shekels instead of supporting this podcast on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands.
0: Or... You can subscribe to our bonus content on the website for five dollars a month or three dollars a month. Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, back to Vyra. Vi- yeah. Uh,
2: there yeah. was some.
1: There was some tiny teen as Finn that was free. But I apologize for misinformation. Yeah.
0: Freaking spreading your gossip and slander throughout the podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like yeah, but these graphic. these gatehouses were relatively straightforward. They all just had a, a variety of geth on them. You go up to the gate, kill the gate. It guest, was the, 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 the DLC. Game. Ah, it was the DLC. Okay. Tiny, Tiny Team is
1: thinking. Assault on Dragon Keep is free on Steam.
0: Yeah, everyone loved that. So they're like, oh, we're gonna make a full game of it. And that's what
1: Tiny Team's is Wonderlands is. And I mean that combined with the fucking bundle that Kai just spoke about for like $32. Yeah.
3: Easy.
1: Easy, easy money. Easy clam. Um, the first, the first time I got out the ship, um, I ended up dying at one of the gates, so I had to like restart. Oh. And yeah, yeah, I kind of charged in head on, and it was one of those. I think they're called Gef destroyers that just charge mm-hmm. at you while shooting constantly. Um, yeah, I just ran into him. Yeah, I ran into him, and he he murdered me this time. I lost the battle.
0: <laughs> Did not um, work out for you this time?
1: No, but the first time that I was going to the gates i was killing all of those little crab creatures that are on the beach they're innocent yeah, they're so they're fun s- to kill though yeah but
0: they don't hurt you they're like Which little
1: dust. dude so- i was in like full like colonized america mode i was just like <laughs> murder everything everything is the bad guy and then when i came back the second time i was like oh wait they're not actually red blips on the map they're not I don't, I don't at all they're be- just
0: minding their own business little dust crabs
1: but they like explode they like, like crumble apart and you shoot them I don't them know and if like that's
0: pissed. a justification for
1: murder yeah I mean it is murder is okay if murder is fun yeah if murder is fun then you know
3: but Pop yes off. nonetheless <laughs> um,
1: yeah I don't think I don't know about you guys I didn't have any trouble with the gatehouses um, did you just I, say you kept, died yeah I died the once and then after that it was okay. fine the um, no, gatehouses were
0: relatively straightforward
1: yeah, and I, I carried on my tactic of ramming the Geth Colossus um, and then just shooting them while I was on the floor and able to get up.
0: It's also just a good time to just ram into them and watch them just ragdoll and then get up yeah. and just run into them again. Yeah. It's just fun. It's
1: it's very fun.
0: Yeah. But we'll eventually get to the Salarian camp where this group of uh, Citadel mercenaries are there kind of holding it out and trying to figure out a plan to storm Essentially Saren's base of operations. When we get there, we pull up, get out of the Mako. Ashley and Kaden are arguing with this Salarian captain about kind of like what's his plans going forward. He essentially doesn't have any plan. He's like, well, I'm just, I'm just I'm trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure out what the plans are actually going
1: fair, to do. Like the salarians aren't soldiers. Right. I think he says later on they're like espionage, so like they're like sort of work in espionage and secrecy espionage and i know some of them car. are like
0: um like medical like doctors and everything too like that's kind of the side that a lot of the salarians yeah. are on
1: yeah and they've basically been dropped into the mass effects version of the battle of the somme and mm. are just like severely unequipped to do anything yeah so but, i, I would not be i would not be accepting salarian hate uh no salarian hate even if they do look like they look like the quintessential like gray man alien sort of they Get are up. very like stereotypical tall. alien. Yeah, like tall, sindly, like arms, big eyes. Um. But so this is when basically they're like, yeah, this is where Saren is uh, working out of. And he's like, oh, well, Saren's been uh, breeding an army of Krogan. Mm-hmm. And Rex is like, mm, no, uh, hmm, you can't do that. Uh, Good the Krogan are infertile because there was a whole fin where mm. the um, the Krogans are basically like infected with this, I think they call it genophage genophage, genophage yep. yeah and it basically makes them infertile and right. somehow Saren has found a way to reverse that so that he can breed them and well, the it was the are...
0: it was the council that kind of created this too, because early on it, there was a big Krogan uprising where the Krogan were trying to take mm. over, and then they used this genophage to kind of stop the the attack or the Krogan assault that was happening.
1: It's kind of crazy when you say it out loud because you're like, that's just chemical castration, really. You're like that's, that's... wild. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, so understandably rex, rex is, is Rex is pissed because we're like we're gonna go blow up this facility that has the potential to undo the sterilization of your race and he's like oh no you're fucking not yeah um and the whole problem is that the krogan are like very fierce warriors and mm-hmm. basically people are worried that they're just gonna take over the galaxy right. kind of like the raki and and all mm-hmm. that stuff that we've found. very before. similar yeah how did your conversation with rex go So I walk up to Rex.
0: You now get like free reign of this, this camp and Rex is standing at the, the,
1: the shore of the water. He's just shooting a
0: shotgun, like into the water.
1: Yeah. Very quickly. Just for background. Ashley has told us that she is ready in a shot to kill Rex. If Rex becomes a problem. Yeah. Surprise, surprise.
0: Um, I go up to Rex and start having this conversation with him, trying to kind of essentially talk him off this Aggressive ledge that he's standing on, saying like, "Look, these are not your people. They're being brainwashed by Saren. They're not like these are not your people." And trying to just convince him. And then it gets to the point where you know, obviously Rex is a crook. He's very aggressive. He's very determined. We we've seen from his actions that like when he's very determined about something, he sticks to his guns. Pulls out his shotgun. I pull out my gun too. Still, just like he's like, "Oh, I thought I could I could trust you or whatever." and luckily i have enough i think it was it's either charm or i forgot what the what the skill point was i don't remember there's another option that i convince him that like again these aren't your people like these aren't Mm. the people that you remember these are soldiers that are being bred and brainwashed by saren and he's like i don't like it but i trust you i trust your judgment Shepard. and he puts the gun down
1: so I think you did the same thing I did, and it mm. was a um, a Paragon option.
0: Yeah, it's the Which blue icon. Surprising, I had that from last time. My plus thirty two
1: Renegade from killing all of the um, <laughs> the <laughs> well, colonists, you murdered the entire colony, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my my exact uh, my conversation went exactly the same um mm-hmm. you basically you're like you know these guys are bred to be soldiers they're brainwashed you know they're not krogan you can't unbrainwash them yeah um and uh same option there was the option of like signal ashley to shoot shoot rex yourself or mm-hmm. then there was the little blue option and i was like no i want yeah. i want rex on my team so did you have the same thing I.
2: uh yes though i don't think i used the paragon option i think i just kept talking to him and justified it as like hey you know he's gonna kill you right like oh, even interesting even even if you are successful in overthrowing us now as like far as like you know the crow like he has the cure for the krogan disease of fucking whatever we call it like we're working actively to have him not destroy the galaxy so like how yeah. is this how do you think this is gonna work out for you and right. it was pretty much like well you know and then the and then it was like, <laughs> okay." Okay, well, Shepard,
1: I'll trust you. Lots of yeah, yeah. but <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: Um, there, maybe there's another like, option and Tree that you can go through because when you get to that point where it says, you know, kill Rex yourself, signal Ashley to kill, there's that Paragon option, and there's an option that says calm down. If you click the calm down option, you kind of like calm Rex down, but Ashley shoots Rex anyways and kills Rex in that moment. And this is no. why everybody hates Ashley, because even though you've calmed Rex down, Ashley, again, she's a human. She doesn't like Krogan. She doesn't like Turian. She, everyone calls her the space racist. She kills Rex anyways. <laughs> she is quite
1: space racist, isn't she? Yeah.
2: I mean, what's bullshit about that is that uh, none of my fucking side characters have ever killed anyone in one shot, let alone a Krogan. So I don't know how <laughs> she's <laughs> finally she's accurate. That's some bullshit uh but okay, well especially well, like going forward fighting the krogan's too exactly no one's doing any damage but me
0: and technically exactly tied because he has all my equipment but but this is why people don't
1: like ashley i'm guessing you just don't get this section if you don't have rex because like you cannot recruit rex right
2: i don't i don't I, think so
1: I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure in either guy, i think it says if you recruited rex to your team
2: Oh well, then yeah, mm. then you don't you don't get any of this fun fucking stuff. If deal. you
0: if you on the Citadel, if you do Rex's uh, like backstory missions, you can like easily convince him, like in the being, like mm. you just like trust me, and then he's like, oh, okay, I, I trust you. No
2: one, no one's doing that shit.
0: No, uh, but yeah, this is what this is why no one, uh, sorry, everyone says, fuck Ashley because of this section specifically because she kills Rex,
1: mm. and everyone's like, well, you and suck. You can also go and talk to. Um, commander rentola who is the second mm-hmm. in command and is basically the merchant um and who has absolutely no weapons of any real significance
0: not uh, only no weapons he has like four weapons and they're all awful <laughs> they're all yeah. just garbage weapons i was like bro what do you sound here
1: do you see you know who i am i'm a specter Get your no shit i don't i don't know what's happening with the assault rifle i'm using but the assault rifle i'm using is fucking op and i'm like it's got like a nine second heatsink Yeah, ATX or something.
0: I started using mine more in this section too. It's weird. It's like a, it's like a blue. It almost looks like a geth assault rifle, and it shoots like blue energy. But it's like Mm. it's not automatic. It's almost like a single burst fire shot. Uh, and it's like you said, has a crazy cooldown time and does a shit ton of damage too.
1: Yes, absolutely crazy. Yeah, Uh, but
2: after our talk with Rex, I think the color of the ammo is what
1: bullet upgrade you use. Yeah, because I'm using... Oh. On this bit, I was using uh snowblind ammo. Oh. snowblind ammo. That's
2: the least threatening thing I've ever heard.
3: It
1: sounds the <laughs> least threatening, but every bullet that h- hits the enemy, they slowly lose accuracy, so they become less and less accurate over time. They weren't mm. very
2: accurate to begin with, but... Okay. They're not.
1: They're not. Yeah. I was using them because I was like, oh, they sound cool, and they're new bullets, and then yeah, I was like, these know. are shit. I did because it's like, it's like did, oh agent blah, 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 what are you using oh death adder ammo oh no what
2: are
0: you using
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> something that real people can just get
2: while yeah, like be, snowboarding you mean, that, you mean when the sun reflects off of snow and you can't see real well
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i did um i did briefly change to high explosive nine ammunition mm. um and it basically turned the assault rifle into a grenade launcher Ooh, that's fun that's but it's it fun it is fun but it also um it meant that because it has like a 500 percent heat absorption so it makes your gun mm-hmm. heat up too quickly <sighs> so you could do like one shot and then you had to wait like five seconds for it to cool down and then Whoa, one oof, shot that's not worth it
3: yeah i was like this Ow. is not a good trade-off
2: I do this thing. It's uh, very common in, in RPGs where you just wait for every cutscene and then you just install whatever the highest rated uh, fucking attachment is. So I have no well, idea. That's, how
1: I, that's
2: right? how I ended up with Attaching the Snowblind rate. demo. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Like, the Snowblind was like eight. And I was like, yeah. yeah. That's the only reference I have to whether something is good or not is the Roman numeral. The Roman to-
0: numeral that's next to <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Eight? Okay, um, we're going to that one.
2: Yeah, eight. after we're done... At-
0: what the highest i have is six on anything oh really mine's a nine at the moment i i have an e i have an eight on my sniper i think
1: what's happening to your guys's ammo because all of mine like my assault rifles are nine and then my shotgun pistol and sniper are all eight
2: my highest weapon is six i have an point. eight but I think it's just I my fault.
3: What's happening?
2: Maybe it's because I'm playing the OG and it was harder to get fucking cool weapons. Oh, yeah. I just don't have an excuse. I just for it on. hard mode.
1: I just Jack just caring. puts everything in junk and sells it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Every I just, time I'm, I open a crate, I get concerned I'm going to press the wrong button and turn it all into Omni Gel. <laughs> so like a brief loading period where I have to read every time what
0: button turns things to Omni Gel so I don't press it. Just, just a small panic every time you open a chest or anything. you open a crate.
1: It doesn't help that, like, to select a team member is X and then to accept no, the team is it's A. It's so yeah. fucking annoying. Also,
2: yeah. uh, horseshit is like. All of the things are worth the same amount of Omni Gel. So if you go to sell your weapon upgrades, it doesn't matter if it's literally one or nineteen; they're all, all four. Just all just four, which is like, what? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why is the one I found at the beginning of the game that doesn't do goddamn anything four, and the one I just found in like a super crate is four? That doesn't.
0: <laughs> make. Give me the Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But after we eventually talk Rex down. The Solarians are now ready to storm the camp and storm Saren's base. The Solarian commander goes on this big, like, spiel of trying to rally his troops, essentially. And he tells us afterward, he's like, yep, we're good to go. But we're not soldiers. So we are going to need someone to come along with us. And obviously, (laughs) Ashley and Caden both volunteer. And I was like, Ashley, go with them. Go with We the other people, Ashley.
1: Yeah, Ashley was like, I'll do it, Captain. And then Caden was like, oh, and I was like, Ashley, go on.
3: If you yep, go, yep. You, you I you
1: go
2: hate women so <laughs> I still send Ashley with them because the game kind of pushes you to do so she really wants she to really go really wants to go even uh, the game also, knows that Ashley's a piece of shit <laughs> later in the game there's some options that Ashley also pushes you into to doing because it's like it's very clear that she oh, wasn't. And I pushed. Oh, I pushed okay. alright. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys hate her for some reason. Uh fucking
0: gamers, bro. Um but yeah. Be- I said because her. she's like, Oh, I hate other people just because they look different and they're different races. I don't
2: even remember that happening, honestly, with Rex. I wasn't even fucking paying attention
0: to her. Oh, it must be so nice to be able to blind that uh, (laughs) stuff out. Just not be able to look at
1: it. She's always like, oh, those Turians doing this, that. and this bitch yapping
2: at me. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) why does she have a sniper (laughs) rifle i'm so confused i hope i can de-escalate this situation this seems intense uh yeah i also sent her with the salarians because she wanted to it's like i'm why am i gonna stand in the way also Mm -hmm. Kaiden has all of my equipment and i was hoping that (laughs) i would hit things so that i just put you back to me uh also, okay fucking point uh, about armor in this goddamn game is that even though it says fucking human on it, it doesn't mean I can equip it to me as a human. Which specific is, class that you have to pick because I can only go up to medium armor the as most a human. Dumb thing ever. So like,
3: why? Oh, I put
2: heavy
1: armor on Ashley. But she's a different class. It's something she's to do with super, the class, yeah. It's your class that you it's, pick. It's similar to uh, D&D. If you was creating your D&D character, then you'd have to work that out because I think um, like for
0: the characters so like yeah. if, if rex dies here you get all of his equipment so if you sent kaden in and kaden ultimately meets his demise you would have just got all that armor for him
2: i've never equipped anything to ashley so it doesn't matter
0: well, that's what i was saying i was like <laughs> you you kept kaden because like oh i want to keep my my armor and stuff safe which if he died no, no,
2: no. He... not safe i just wanted to keep him next to me so that when i get more i can just swap it
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But if he yeah, dies no, then no. you just get anyways.
2: Fuck if he dies if he dies that's great for me. I get all my shit back. But that's the what problem I, saying. I couldn't swap anything cuz I had converted everything to omni jail so I had to find yeah. new weapons to be able to swap during the game and if I sent yeah. him away then all I would have is Ashley. I can't even touch his fucking shit. So yeah. You know? Think think before you decide to just apply Everything you own to one character that may or may not be the character you're playing. <laughs> it may not be your character that you're playing. The more, the more you know, it's also really frustrating because every time I looked down to the left, it was like fucking shepherd and it had like one little shield bar next to it. And it was Kaiden it was like red and it had like
0: six shield bars next to it. And I was like, <laughs> fucking asshole. He's like, I feel great. And you're just like on the ground, like crawling, trying to fight. You're like, I'm glad. I'm glad you do. Uh, okay so now our next section is we have to essentially storm Saren's base we sneak storm in the back the, as this chapter as this chapter is called January. 6th of, we are uh, the um we are the shadow team mm-hmm. the shadow team which I, I, again at this section you can kind of like repick who you want to bring on this mission and i still
1: brought
2: a, a lot of fucking picking who you want to bring on this mission mm-hmm. so, there is jesus christ I don't care. There yeah,
1: I, I took uh, Rex because mm-hmm. Rex was like, I'm going to kill him for what he's done to my Krogan brothers that aren't my brothers that I don't need to save. And I took Tali because uh, Tali has that full tech and we're fighting Geth. So mm. made sense. Yep. Uh, and what ensues is a lot of fighting Geth,
0: mm-hmm. you know, running through the back of this planet trying to get around to. Enter Saren's base is just fighting a lot of Geth
1: and a lot essentially, of essentially. Essentially, we have sent the Salarians on a suicide mission to act right. as a diversion yes. because we are going to plant a nuke at the base. of operation. that always works, right?
2: <laughs> so many thoughts. Firstly, we live in a future state in which I was we say, society. Ju- "Jump travel." <laughs> We live in a society uh, we in where we some travel and shit. We can go to different planets, and still the best weapon we have is a nuke. Like, come on. I get that nuclear fission's powerful. Like, don't get me wrong. Science is there. But, like, also, like, I feel like we could just teleport the core of a planet to somewhere else and just rip that shit apart. Like, come on. Use your imagination, Mass Effect team. Nukes and shit. 94. They all they all they put
0: That's their fair. their technology and focus onto space travel, not onto. And if you look mm. at the nuke, it looks like a weird like alien flying saucer thing. Well, it's, it's like a it's weird crap.
1: Actually, it's not actually a true nuke. What they it's do is that yeah, <laughs> it's a Duke nuke. They uh... <laughs> <It's> vegan nukes. <laughs> it's an impossible nuke. <laughs> they like tamper with the engine of a spaceship that they have or something that's basically right. causing it overload of so it's going to be a massive bomb but it isn't mm-hmm. necessarily a nuke um, um yeah yeah it's dumb be better yeah.
3: so, Red, but, uh
2: also this level bad level design so much backtracking in this level and it all looks the same oh there is quite a fair bit of backtracking actually now yeah. It's like you Actually, go. I kind of like, enjoyed this level,
0: but you're right. There is a lot of backtracking, and it's like,
2: hey, oh no, something's happening. You got to go back, and it's like, okay, well, there's not even a timer to make it feel like you have to. Like it's just very mm-hmm. go somewhere, go back, go somewhere, go back, go somewhere, go back. Yeah, yeah. So
1: much of this level is basically the level design is bad, but I did enjoy, um as you're sort of fighting the Geff, you'll have the Solarian commander and Ashley on the comms. Yeah. And they're basically talking about stuff that's happening. They're like, oh, so-and-so's down. Make sure you cover him. Like, you go this way. Da-da. And it, it does give like the sense touch. of, like, like you know that shit's happening on the other side, and you're kind of trying to sneak your way through the back yeah. of the base. Well, it's um, one of those things, like, what you urgency, expect would happen.
2: It gives you false yeah. sense of urgency, because you can, like, hear things happening. You're trying to get to a place. But there's no, like... Like, they should have just, I know that people have strong feelings about timed levels, but, like, they should just throw in a timer up, like, give me six minutes to do everything, uh, because then I'm like, oh, shit, like, this is urgent, especially if you're, like, arming a nuke. I mean, you have, like, a
0: timer. I think there was still, like, for me, there's still a sense of urgency, even though there wasn't a timer, because there was never not Geth you were fighting. Like, if I decided to just stop and, like, stand somewhere, like, I was always fighting something. I mean, that's not accurate. There's literally an entire
2: section in which you're standing in front of a Solarian jail cell having a conversation with a bunch of fucking Salarians deciding
1: whether you should let them well, be fired. I, did, I didn't do that. I didn't even come across that. Oh. Well, I heard the hello, someone do. down there, and, uh, and then... I was like, just, just no, not away. my problem. <laughs>
0: Actually, <laughs> like, not my problem. Not
2: my <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Oh, shit. We killed them. Yeah, you,
2: you oh, killed yeah. them. So, I, so if you go... So, like, you know when you're walking across, like, the platform, and there's, like, the four cells at the bottom? yeah mm-hmm. i remember seeing you it i hearing them you too. The I door do and you go out to your right and go down and around you can go in there and you talk to them uh and there's two different locations there's two different like cell areas the first one you talk to a single solarian who's like freaking the fuck out about everything going on and he's being controlled by Sarian, Sar- Sarian, Ooh, oh and he just like <laughs> runs against the fucking wall of the cell he just smashes his fucking head into the wall uh and Kills himself, I assume, and we're like, wow that's unfortunate." And then you open all the other cells and let them out if you want to. You can either Paragon, which is like obviously letting them go, or you can kill them all because you're like, "We can't trust them," which is why, or you can leave them there, uh, which is the middle option. Just
0: what, which what we
2: apparently did because we nuked the yeah. shit out of that base. And then, <laughs> and then in the larger room where there's the four of them, you talk to like one of the salarians and they're like, "Look, we're not, we mean you no harm, and you're pretty much like, I'm gonna nuke this whole planet." So like get to running uh, yeah. and then you open it and let them run out and then
1: yeah it's so yeah, i understand what you're saying jared about the urgency but also mm. I, I wouldn't say it's urgency per se because mm. there was a lot of pressure from the amount of geff and stuff but at the same time i knew i could sit behind a fucking wall and just wait it out and then take my For shots sure. when i got the chance yeah, yeah there was no it, the game does do this whole because basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to get to this place and arm the nuke before Ashley and the Solarians die because they are yeah. fighting, they lose in fight, they know that they're not gonna cool. come out of it unless you do it quick enough.
3: Mm-hmm. So I mean you
2: don't even have to necessarily do like a counter, but just do like kind of the opposite of the last level with all of the um fucking where you have to like save, keep the people yeah. alive of the whatever it's fucking called. I don't know, the town. Uh, mm-hmm. But just have like oh, there's 30, like 30 out of 30, and then as time goes by, as you're playing the level, it just, like, clicks down. So it's like, oh, there's only 25 people left. Oh, there's 20 people left. Oh, there's 15 That people. would have
1: been very cool. And that you're would just have been
0: watching much. people die. Uh, do they the the then level? associate that with, if you do take your time and say you can't get there soon enough and it hits zero, do you get a
1: game over and you have to start from the next checkpoint? Sure. I wouldn't say you get a game. For me, I wouldn't say it was a game over. I would, just, I would say that there is, <laughs> like some heavy implication of like people's assumption towards shepherd and like her inability to to maybe get like a a big renegade plus
0: if you can't get there in time before all that or i mean i don't know like on a tech technical level how this would work because i mean in theory this whole plan is distracting a side of the certain amount of guests so we can at least go this way so maybe more
1: guests show up if that that number goes down that would be very cool yeah um, but yeah, you're essentially doing all of that and, mm. um, you do eventually make your way to this kind of open area that looks like a small hydro dome, like hydro dam in a way. Mm. Um, and the Normandy comes down and off the ship comes a bunch of people and Caden and Caden's like, right. I got the nuke. We're gonna, uh, set this bad boy up.
3: I'm going to need a couple of minutes.
1: Did you blow up all the The fuel tanks.
3: Yeah. So in that,
2: in that weird open area, there's all these like massive fuel tanks. It was so fun. You just fucking unload with an assault rifle, and the explosion.
1: Oh, I fucking wish I did now. Damn. Oh no, yeah, that's that. amazing.
0: There's like six or nine of them. They're
2: super mm. fun. Um,
0: but, but before we do that whole section with uh, the Normandy coming in, we get to. Saren's kind of office and base of operation and we get is a sorry that's there too and sorry his oh, yes tells us that like she's like she's like oh, you know i don't want to be a part of any of this you know don't kill me and same thing what you were saying hi to the uh or were like we're gonna nuke this planet so you better get mm-hmm. out of here she unlocks the door for us and she leaves and then we get into kind of Saren's office where we interact with what seems like another beacon lifts us up into the air
1: is
3: that before the nuke sorry i thought that was after no no that's that's before the nuke uh once again
2: we we interact with the beacon and then we talk with with the mean the mean reaper ship Mm -hmm. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of like hey gotta save people reaper ships just going on a fucking monologue about why he's destroying this galaxy and i mean you you are dying
0: the big twist to all of this is because obviously we knew that this is the Sovereign, right? And we thought this was a Reaper ship, like this was what the ship that the Reapers controlled. We actually learned that this is just the Reaper. The Reapers mm-hmm. are this are technological good. race of, of creatures that, they you are know, the ones that destroyed the Protheans and killed all of them. And mm-hmm. he was saying, you know, human, human race, uh, non-synthetic life,
1: you know, let let me save you Jared. he talks <laughs> wow. about cycles Thank you. <laughs> he talks about cycles and he talks about how um from nothingness will rise races there will be a superior right. race and then the reapers wipe that race out and reset the cycle and basically yep. begin the universe as anew mm-hmm. uh what was interesting that just I picked the up and what yeah <laughs> just yeah uh he he tells us that the prefians didn't actually make the mass relays they found them there was mm-hmm. an advanced civilization before them who actually so they made the them mass um, which kind of turns everything that we thought about the Prefians on its head because we was like the oh my re- god re- they created.
2: created them because they were like we want to guide people on a specific path right so yeah like
0: all right they they get they get the civilization to a certain technological point and then they wipe them out and that's kind of what sure. they, yeah. they do restart over and over again
1: but we yeah. do baby <laughs> Just that's how we, what we do. do that's how we do um and basically he's like you know there's nothing you can do it's inevitable mm-hmm. i'm going to kill you and it's not even like if you work with me i'll spare you it's just like i am going to kill everything in the Everybody. galaxy Everybody. I was
2: everything. very underwhelmed with shepherd's response in this section he was pretty much just like his whole justification was no you're not which is not a good argument and then it was you're just a machine. You don't have feelings, which is like, yeah. With hey,
0: Charter's feelings. Yeah, it's like,
2: yeah. That's,
0: <laughs> He's
1: like, shut yeah, the fuck up. It, basically, uh, what happens is that Sovereign is like, all right, bet. And like, stops the communication. Yeah. And then blows up the, the, the glass in the room, too. Yeah. All <laughs> of the like, glass in the lab shatters. And oh, that, Joker's like, yo, this Sovereign ship just like, made a maneuver that would rip any other ship in half and is mm-hmm. coming straight for your fucking ass. Yeah. You need to get the hell out of there. The glass didn't blow yeah. up in mine. They added that. Interesting. Well, was, was a good touch.
0: He just ends communication. Well, yeah, because he just ends communication and then you're just standing there like... Oh, it's, it's very dramatic. He's like, oh, you think it's... you're cool? And then blows up our room and we're like, oh,
1: okay. Yeah, it's almost like... powerful. It's almost like a sonic boom or something. Like All the windows just yeah. blow out. For no reason.
2: Yeah, Joker uh, just comes over the comm and he's like, hey, the ship is hurtling towards you at Mach 50. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, I don't know what to yeah. do about
0: that. I'm in a building yeah. and I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we, and like, again, now we're backtracking, now we're heading kind of back in the direction we came. We get to that open kind of uh, water area that you were talking about and now this is yes. where we have to uh, plant the bomb. Yes.
1: Right. So uh, Kaiden plant, he starts arming the bomb and I didn't know what to do here. I was just kind of fucking waiting around. And I was like, am I supposed to just I spent a good like five minutes just running up and down this water area because there was no there was no dialogue prompt of where to go next. And what was happening is that when I was near Caden, the comms were being jammed. So I was like, oh shit, okay, geth have arrived, because that's normally what accompanies the Geth. Mm. So I'm, like, behind cover, and I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, they're going to come down and the drop ship any second. Nothing happened. And I started running around, and eventually I found the door control that leads to the next area. Yeah.
0: I, I, I swear was in this like, oh, section, they, this is too. where we... Um, <clears throat> like ashley comes over the comms and she's like yep. you know we're not going to be able to hold them off and we're like okay kaden you stay here you think you can do this and kaden's like yes i can plant this bomb go save ashley and that's when the whole problem like now we're going this way i mean save you can decide. there's a bunch of options you can either go try
2: to save ashley which doesn't matter because you can't get to it you're like you start running up the tower and then the geth come to where kaden, kaden is and kaden and just then you have to
0: her. choose
2: yeah and then it's like no. or in the previous section you're like no i have to stay here with the bomb which is one of the options and it's like actually yeah. you have to hold off and then you just wait around there but either this is what i'm talking about like the back and forth is that in this section you already came from the area you're coming from to get to the ta- second tower and then it's like oh oh no i'm dying and then you're running away from where the bomb is and then you, and you then get Caden's
0: like i'm dying and you're like Fuck, okay yeah, fine you run back you get to way. the
2: elevator <laughs> and then caden is like the are here and then Ashley's like, "Just protect the bomb. We got this." And it's like, "Fucking Jesus Christ!" <laughs> you have to run back down out the door
1: to yeah, where the is anyway. That, that's the counter argument. Is the the counter argument is that you don't have to go back the way you came. You can you carry can. on the way you were going. No, like when you get to that halfway point. So if you decide mm. to go and save Ashley, you get yeah. to the halfway point, and Caden's like, "You know, the Geth are coming to get me." Ashley's like, "I'm gonna die." You don't have to backtrack. We chose to backtrack because we were like, fuck Ashley, and we went and saved Caden. That's true. But you can go on to save Ashley. Save Ashley instead, yeah. And so, so, yeah, we did end up backtracking in our playthrough, but you don't have to. It's not like a forced backtrack. I mean, I guess you will ultimately have to, because I imagine you're going to have to go back
0: to this section where the nuke is.
1: I assumed that Caden um, arms the nuke and just dies with the nuke there. Yeah. But I'm
0: assuming from our conversation, we all decided to save Caden and not Ashley.
1: Yes.
2: Because yeah. I again, Ashley makes it very clear that she's like,
0: Don't you do, just
2: protect the nuke. Make sure that happens. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Like she yeah. she has a good argument. Caden doesn't have a good argument. He's the one who called and is like, I'm gonna die. And the nuke
0: is not gonna go off. <laughs> like, and you're like, okay, that's the priority. We're gonna go well, save you, buddy. Seem, that doesn't seem like a good <laughs> option. So we head back to Caden. And there's a slew of geth that are now there as we're killing the last geth. We now get our face to face interaction with big boy Saren himself, which is fucking stupid because we
2: just shoot him with a pistol twice and he just like tanks that shit. I'm like, really? Oh,
0: I thought it you said just... he kills him. And I was like, bro, I shot that man so many times. You no, know, yeah, like you... in the in the cutscene,
2: preparing to fight him. He, oh, he yeah. Off his weird silver surfer board. And then you <laughs> shoot him with the pistol, which I didn't even have equipped. And I was like, really? You couldn't even use the weapon I had equipped? Whatever game. Uh, you shoot him with the pistol, and it just, like, has shields around him that absorbs. He's doing, like, the badass walk towards you. Yeah. I'm like, really? This is, That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, uh, really also, does. I wonder if they updated this in the uh, fucking new version, but because he's on a stupid fucking silver surfer surfboard floating around and shit when you're fighting him... Uh, He's like at the end of where the dam is uh, yeah. on the board shooting. But the render distance for the assault rifle, as far as like the AI to let you know, like, oh, you're locked onto the enemy doesn't load. And his health bar doesn't load at that distance. So when I was shooting him, I had no idea what his health was because there was no health bar. It didn't, it didn't load because it was too far away. And I had to literally get within like five feet of him to have the fucking health bar show up. I was like
3: this is
0: bullshit oh apparently in the original version he is immune to biotic attacks except for warp and stasis Oh, well, oh, there you go uh, interesting um, yeah so Saren starts going on this long spiel where he's essentially breaking down his plan he's saying that his intentions are trying to save the universe that the reapers are coming and it's inevitable we can't stop it the only thing that we can possibly do is join the reapers and hope that they spare us because we decided to, to join them and help their cogs or whatever. Because the Reapers need Saren and his knowledge to find all of these relays or whatever. But that's his justification.
2: He's like, And then, and then we're like, don't you think you're going to be mind controlled or already are mind controlled? And he's like, like, nah,
0: couldn't be me. No, either. I mean, not now. I'm going to try. And we're like, he's, yeah, no. he's okay. like, he's, he still feels he's like, I still feel like my mind's intact. But he's like, I just don't know how long that's going to last. <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah. Oh, okay, Saren. And then we get to a boss battle with
2: Saren. He doesn't even have good motivation. That's the worst part. He's a terrible, he's a terrible bad guy. He's like, yeah, I'm just hedging my bets and hoping that they don't kill me. And he's like, that's why the humans are so soft is because you know they don't know when they've been beat and they don't know how to like quit.
3: And he's mm. like, yeah.
2: And then that I mean- gives Shepard an opportunity to say some dumbass shit, which is like, I'd rather, I'd rather fight and die than live like a slave. And it's like, okay, yeah. all
0: right, my boy, calm down. We'll live in like a slave bullshit. I don't know. I kind of liked like Saren's justification here because it almost like, I mean, he seems like a cocky bastard, but it almost kind of seems like it's out of a sense of desperation. He's like, these things are terrifying and they're going to kill everybody. I'm just going to submit. I'm just going to do whatever they say. So they, I hope they don't kill me. And almost like, he, he, again, even though he comes off as a very like, from his design and from his character like an intimidating figure it almost seems like his intentions are from a place of uh, desperation almost
2: uh well newsflash you don't get to kill siren but no no, no. That's bullshit even though you get his health all the way down he just comes and then he fucking puts you in like an arm chokehold and then fucking someone arms the bomb i think it's Kaiden. i can't really remember who it is to be honest and you with. punch him in the face <laughs> and he runs away yeah and he's like <laughs> and then the bomb starts beeping because of course bombs beep.
0: Oh, there are no, no fuel tanks in the legendary edition.
3: Huh?
1: Oh, that's
0: only you, can, if you didn't opinion. if you didn't shoot those in the beginning, you can use the fuel tanks to chip down at a Saren's health. You shoot them when he's near the fuel oh. tanks and it'll take his health down.
2: I'm glad I did it not in that battle because a Saren wasn't very difficult, to be honest, uh, and no. b it was extremely fun to just blow those up with literally.
0: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting uh but yeah we hop changed dramatically in the legendary edition which is okay that's why i said i was like oh interesting that's why i was reading there but Saren flies away on as kai stated his silver surfer board we hop in the normandy we fly off of Vermeer and we see the nuke go off down there killing in our playthrough those those poor salarian prisoners and ashley and the salarian gang as well
1: Not in mind. yeah i just wanted to um chip in because i've been doing some research while y'all have been talking um there is no consequence as to whether you save ashley or kaden aside from them just not showing up in games platform. yeah the, the death is the only thing um the the bomb still detonates regardless uh it's pretty much just which one you save mm-hmm. yeah I, I think for the
2: Solarians, if you let them go there is a dialogue that i got i'm not gonna look in Walk through there's too many there's so much fucking text as well. <laughs> um, but if you let the Solarians out, there's there's like a dialogue that happens where Saren is like, "Oh, that was so smart of you releasing the Solarians and confusing us, thinking that you know they yes. were a like raiding party or something like that." And so I think it reduces the amount of geth you have to fight in that section because they like sent mm, some after the Solarians. Um, so that is the, also the benefit of letting them go. Is yeah. like, it reduces the amount of enemies you have to. and they
1: get. Some of the Solarians do come up in future Mass Effect games if you save Ashley mm-hmm. and the Solarians, uh, but oh. other than that, yeah, there's no, um, there's no real. Uh, oh no, sorry, it's the scientist comes up. Hmm. Reina Phanoptis.
3: Reina Phanoptis.
1: I let her yeah. go. So who knows? yeah. I did the same thing that she was like, what can I do? And I was like, open the door. She opened the door and I was like, cool. Oh, she'd be sorry. From-
0: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. Yep. But uh, now uh, we are back up in our uh, sharing circle. We are in our, our post-mission sharing circle. Well, and Liara offers again to mind meld with us since we have more information with the can
1: I kind of mind fuck you? And you're like, yeah, oh, and we're we like, like yes, we of course,
2: images this time, which is nice. Right. I mean, the beginning, it's still the weird fucking
1: shit. And mm. you just Although, see a if you don't do the Ferros mission and get the cipher, then you don't get the 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 images are still jumbled, right? It's only you
0: if the cipher to figure cypher. out the images. Yeah, yeah. What Liara puts together is obviously we're trying to find the conduit, and from our images and what we have in our brain from the um from the what's the thing called the beacon. We put together that the conduit is on Ilios, and that's where we Mm. have to go, and we are trying to get there before Saren does, essentially. Mm. But
1: Ilios is... um, Outside of our jurisdiction. Yeah, it's in some territory where if we go, it starts all out space war. Yeah, it's like, maybe
0: you shouldn't go there. And I was like, we're going to go there anyways. We're going to go there, we're going to stop Saren, and we're going to take him down.
1: Yeah, Uh, and like, don't you have a meeting with the council?
0: Yeah, you meet with the yeah. council afterward. Yeah, you you can't do it. I decided to meet with the council to kind of update them on everything. They said, "Good job destroying Saren's base and everything." And we, I I went with the point of being like, "Look, Saren is." a problem yes but we have a bigger problem and i tell them about the reapers and everything and, and
3: they, they don't,
0: essentially don't believe us they say look sarin saw all your file from when you complained about the reapers before he's just using that against you to try to make you think that the reapers are coming back like it, it's it's not a problem you shouldn't worry about that
1: yeah Which they don't even I believe think. the reapers are real no and i i hung up on them i disconnected. connected i was like Interesting. I hung up. that's it if you carry on down that line uh basically what they say to you this because that's what i did i sort of i was like what you don't believe me Mm -hmm. and they are basically like look, we created the Spectres so that they can kind of save the universe as they deem fit we are not going to give you the resources to go and find (laughs) this Reaper that may or may not be alive, but if you want to go and do that off of your own back, you are welcome to go and do that Mm -hmm. so I got official, unofficial uh, approval to they also Told me to basically be careful because they were like, "If you go in there, you're gonna start an all-out war." Um, Yeah. So like, tread carefully. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't even get that far. Once they like didn't believe me, I had an option to like disconnect, and my shepherd said something like, "Oh, it looks like we got disconnected, Joker. That's weird." And then Joker made some like sly comment that was like, "Yeah, they're being little assholes," which was funny. I was I appreciated that. Uh, But yeah, that is all for this section of Mass Effect in theory or in in game lore we're in we're in in end game now but we are heading to ilios but something stops us from doing that which we will find out in the next episode but we'll go around and gauge how we're feeling about this section how we feel about mass effect at this point ben we'll start with you this time
1: i am i'm actually liking mass effect um Mm -hmm. it's Uh, I think I spoke before about how it's like the golden age of BioWare, and I think it is really Um, you know, it's at that, that point where these are the types of RPGs I like, where it is kind of just goofy running around shooting shit there is also a story and it can be as heavy as you want to read into it, you know, like fucking chemical sterilization of races and stuff like that, or you can just be like bad guy, bad, I shoot um it kind of goes down to what you want to do. I liked this section. It definitely could have been done better, um, but also, I guess the counter argument is that it's an older game. I don't know what the technical programming capabilities were. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in the Legendary Edition they could have changed it and implemented some new stuff. But I, th- I think it holds up well enough for an old game that, like, I know I'm playing an older game, but it's still playing well. Um, there was a good enough sense of urgency in that whole mission with the Salarians. I feel like it could have been a bit more tense. But, yeah, so far actually really, really enjoying myself. I don't... I don't know that I'm gonna dive straight into ME2. Two. Um, it probably will be one. on my list now. Um... But yeah, so far in terms of Mass Effect 1, I'm really enjoying it. Dope.
0: Yeah, Mass Effect 2 is my favorite one. Also just like just to see kind of how your decisions played
1: out. Yeah, kind of. Narratives going forward. Yeah. Yeah, because I've got I've got the um the legendary collections, so I've got the um, got all three. ME two and three in there. So it would just take my decisions straightforward. Yeah. Kai, how are you feeling about this section? Ooh. Uh this section's <laughs> fine i mean this is
2: not my favorite section it was i don't know the level design the level in general was just not very interesting it was a lot of walking back and forth looked like halo didn't really offer anything super unique to the rest of like the the gameplay itself is kind of there. they didn't introduce in a sense any more mechanics or uh whatever like Motivation I should have to do the thing as quickly as possible. It was just kind of all like, ah, the things are happening, and it's like, yeah, but what is the what is what is the what should I what is the outcome (laughs) going to be if I don't? (laughs) 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 Why? Um, which is like it's fine. Um, so far, like unless something miraculous happens with the story of this game, like it's not very good to be honest. The story, like the gameplay, is great. Like Mass Effect is very interesting, cool world uh but it's kind of lazy storytelling for the most part and like it definitely does not justify the hate in which andromeda gets because andromeda is also kind of a bullshit story but like the game is fun so it's it's like why would you not like that game if you like this one they're exactly the same um but whatever haters gonna hate and people have rose tinted fucking glasses all the time so what what are they what are we supposed to do Uh, um yeah i think it's fine like Saren is a very uninteresting bad guy now like they took all his motivation away he's just like oh i'm scared and it's like uh, oh that's it that's the reason you're doing all this you're trying to destroy the galaxy because the mm. word sort of scared like that doesn't make any fucking sense um it's very would- like
1: selfish as well he's very much like okay. i'm destroying the galaxy so i don't die also mm. he's
2: not even he's like it's, it's presented that he's not even sure that he is all mentally there at this point he's like I don't think I've been fucking, you know, mind melded with the Reaper. And it's like, you don't think, what? Like, how do you not know? Isn't that, isn't that the whole fucking point? Like, if you are, you're already cucked. So, like, why are we oh, having it? a fucking conversation?
1: There was, like, a whole bit as well where they're like, oh, when they, when they brainwash someone and it becomes under the Reaper's control, they called it indoctrination. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's, ju- that's just a word. That's yeah, not it like you don't create <laughs> it anything new. It's, it's just English. Congratulations. <laughs>
2: also, it's like... He also says, like, and they won't even know it. And it's like, yeah, dumbass. Don't you think that's what's happened? You're mm-hmm. trying to destroy the entire universe. You don't think that's a bad plan? Also, these motherfuckers have done this a million times before. Why would they keep you around? Who cares? Why would they mm. keep one fucking... And even if you they do keep one fucking person, like, is your one existence more important than, like, the existence of the entire universe? No. You're going to be so lonely. And you're going to be with a bunch of, like, really dry, emotional,
1: Angry just, like... Yeah, which is just bullshit. It's so what awful. I'm hearing really is the all that this game revolves around Saren and his uh, anxiety about his mortality. Exactly. like
2: and that's the problem. The entire narrative rests on Saren's motivation. Because that's what that like the entire game is us trying to stop Saren and now we've faced Saren and it's like, ah, actually it's a giant ship. And we're like, okay, all right. Great. Uh but yeah, I'm in mean, good gameplay, good shooty shooty shooty, uh fun general you know interesting getting to blow up giant field tanks and fighting the silver surfer was like all right that's that's <laughs> I um i do think Sarian as like a boss fight was very underwhelming like mm. comparatively to fighting the fucking cthulhu monster with all like the, like going up the levels and all the enemies that you had to face with that, like that was cool mm. and difficult. And there was moments where I was like, "Oh, I'm almost gonna die." Fighting Saren was not like that at all. Fighting Saren was incredibly easy. Uh, I like, just, shoot, you behind just yeah, him. You shoot behind cover and shot. Yeah, you behind cover and you shoot him as he flies around, and it's like yeah, that, yeah. that's really it. That's right, the whole. Shields thing. go down.
1: You do some health damage, and then he yeah. shields come back, and you take them down. Yeah. Exactly
2: and it's like shouldn't this game be getting more difficult especially if Saren is the main boss and like you're gonna end this section also ben i know you've talked about this before but boss fights that you go into where you can't beat them that's what this was you don't uh, get to yeah. end, you get his health down and then he just comes and strangles you in throat and it's like i was kind you- of
1: expecting when it happened i, I was a little bit disappointed because i was like oh i'm gonna kill Saren," and then the sovereign's gonna be like oh never needed him anyway to kind of like affirm what we were saying to him and then now the big bad is the sovereign mm-hmm. yeah um but for yeah like you said for saren to sort of he just like chokes us and then we sort of suck him in the jaw a little bit and he's like oh no i lose i run and it's just yeah. kind of yeah
2: uh, also, I don't care about Kaiden or Ashley. Neither of those characters I really ever interacted with before this level. So, like, using them as emotional bait is a weird thing to do. Like, use Garrus or Rex. I mean, I think mm. Rex was an effective tool of being like, oh no, blah, blah, blah. And then having him sacrifice himself to have the plan with Saren, to overthrow Saren successful. Like, that's a good emotional tool. He already was 100%. like unsure well, at have, the beginning.
1: Have yeah. Rex rescue us from Saren. When Saren's got us in that choke yeah. pod, have Rex, Rex like, sacrifices himself. Or, yeah. And then, like, Saren kills him. And we're like, oh my God, you fucking. Now we have a reason to hate or Saren. Have, or have Rex leave
2: you at the beginning of this level and be like, I'm going to go help Saren because he has the cure to, you know. And then he switches away. on us. And then he switches and, like, you know, goes and attacks Saren at the end. And then Saren kills him, but that allows you to escape and, like, launch the bomb. Like, there's so many different ways you could approach this that were
1: more interesting. Just being like,
3: oh, oh. It is really
1: strange right because the lore of this game and the sort of backdrop of everything that's happening Mm -hmm. is so much more thought out and fleshed out and is so much more interesting than the core plot of the game yeah right this whole like history of like the krogan's and how they were like made infertile so they couldn't uprise anymore and how the Rakni were like shot to the edges of space, and the the actual main plot of the game is bad guy doesn't want to die, so teams up with even better guy. Yeah, which happens to be a ship.
2: Uh, and I mean like world world building, great. Did a good world building. Everything's interesting. Everything feels realistic as far as like it's sci-fi, so as realistic as sci-fi I can feel. Mm. But the story itself it has weird motivation, and you're just like, I don't okay uh and then you and then you have to go and also the convenience of like who's the asari on the, the ship that we mind meld with i can't remember if liara. I'm liara yeah liara she touches our fucking mind right and she sees the shit and we obviously have the cipher so we ha- we see the images and she's like oh i i knew about you know that's where the new relay was or whatever the fuck we're looking for like i know it's mm-hmm. a laoi and it's like one of the dialogue options is like, why didn't you say anything before? Which I is valid say that to like, her. <laughs> why didn't you say anything before? You had to like literally see it in a vision to be like, mm, maybe that's important, uh, which is fine. Like, I, I get it. They needed a way to like connect the characters together.
1: Yeah. I said it to her. And basically, what she says is like, oh, the Moo relay, which Saren was after, she's like, that mm. serves hundreds of planets. Like, how was I supposed to know that Elios was the one? She's like, I didn't know it was Ilios yeah. until I saw your vision. So she tries to justify... It's also like a really sloppy justification, though.
2: She's like, look, I got a lot going on, okay? Every time we mind melt, I have to go fucking sleep it off for six months. <laughs> wait, Jesus Christ. I've had no option to romance
1: uh, the aura, and I'm very upset by that, because I've had to romance Caden instead.
2: I have not romance going me. down. Jesse, wait. Uh, um so yeah those are my those are my thoughts i think obviously the ending of the game uh is is nigh in a sense and that we're entering the uh ending in which you can't like do any of the side missions anymore and you're kind of locked into the to the path that it sets for you which is like yeah okay hopefully there's a little bit of a stronger story when it's actually locked in like i get the fact that this game is is meant to not be played in the way necessarily we're playing it where you just do like mission and mission and mission and mission and mission based on the Explore explore. and like figure out, and like, oh, I'm gonna go to this planet, and it's more like open with the story.
1: Um, even those, like, as someone who's done quite a few of those side missions, they don't impact into the story at all. You're basically trying to find like the lost brother of so and so on Navaria and this person's science team, and that they're no like it gives you no insight into the Geth, into Saren, etc. Um, right. I'm curious I want to put right. this out on the record Locked, but... I reckon I reckon Saren is gonna like Darth Vader at the last moment and he's gonna sacrifice himself to destroy its sovereign probably oh that would be. exciting. I'm gonna reckon he'd like a, he's gonna have like a post nut clarity and he's gonna be like no this is wrong <laughs> 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 Ugh, and,
3: uh-huh, and okay. I, reckon I reckon he's gonna sacrifice for The for the greater crystal, all
0: right. I yield my time, those are my thoughts. Interesting, interesting thought there. Um, I really enjoyed this section of the game. I thought that the, I mean, I, I, the level design definitely isn't the best that we've seen so far. I think last section kind of had, at least from what we've seen, the best overall like level and boss battle. I totally agree that the Saren boss battle is pretty underwhelming. At least in its like, if you're gonna not do anything in its like narrative, at least in its actual like conception of the fight, like the fight with a Thorian, we were, you know, scaling the levels, we were attacking the tentacles, stolen. we had to, yeah, we had to, we had to kill the, the, the Thorian creepers and the Asari while also trying to shoot, like, there was two things that we were juggling at once, which, like I said, a lot of this was me hiding behind a wall and shooting Saren while he's on his, as Kai coined it, his Silver Surfer ship um what i really like from this and like ben was saying kind of when it comes to the lore it's like what you take out of it this is like the interesting part of the game like i love the twist of you know saren is the bad guy here but he's not the threat now like now we know that we all we always had this idea of like the reapers are coming back or saren's trying to bring back the reapers and now we know that the reaper has been here the entire time This ship is that 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 world ending, that civilization ending technology. And it's been here this entire time. And like that's a terrifying threat to just have present throughout the entirety of this game. And having that switch between like, oh, Saren was the threat, but now the threat is here and it is it is currently very present. Um, I like that. I think that switch is really cool. And when I was when you're talking to the um uh, when you're talking to the reaper you can kind of like ask him any questions or anything like that and i ask like oh is there any more of you and he just like doesn't respond so like the idea of there being just this army of these giant civilization ending ships that could come at any moment is like that's terrifying that's <laughs> that's that's crazy um yeah, in terms of ashley or caden i mean yeah same i didn't have any emotional connection to them but i guess that is a case-by-case basis because someone could have like really dived and leaned into kind of the romantic path with Caden and then have that kind of attachment to him like if it was like Ashley Caden or like Liara like sorry guys it's Liara Liara all the way I don't I don't care about the these other two like that's the one Mm -hmm. I care about I mean it didn't really show in my playthrough just because of the actions but like just from my know things that ashley could do like the fact that she just like can, can kill rex just randomly without being prompted but without being like told by the command is like that sucks just because she's like he's a he's a krogan and he's a threat so i need to kill him Like I was like, that's ultimately that led to my choice of just like okay i'm just gonna pick ashley because i don't really care about either of them but i don't like ashley um yeah i i Again, I, the the lore bits and the narrative stuff is what I've I enjoyed about this. The stuff with the Reapers going forward. And I know I keep saying it, and it maybe just doesn't justify the the singularity of Mass Effect. The this first one, but again, like it all builds up to this this overarching narrative. Like these three games are one narrative. And yeah, there could be like in this like whole narrative that could be dips, but. You know, it's an entire story. Like we don't have the whole story right now. Sure, it's like low now, but maybe it picks up in two. Maybe you get more information that justifies actions that happen in one. So again, when I mean, Mass Effect so, was,
2: Lord, it was Lord of the Rings, though. So like they stand on people stand love up their, Lord of the Rings, they, right? But they stand on their own. You can watch Fellowship of the Ring and it's a complete narrative, but it builds up into the rest. You can't just be like, yeah. well, there there are three movies. So you, the two, the first two have don't make sense because you haven't seen the third it's like no like i mean i mean i'm I'm, I'm biased i'm
0: i'm I'm biased in that uh, that example because i don't i don't love lord of the rings that much (laughs) that's i think they're not great individually or all three together so (laughs) that's my opinion that's a take uh Uh, no i i i get that as a medium and it's an overarching story you can have sequels that build on a story but like if an individual also lacks then yeah that's 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 a suffer on on that individual game's part but i don't know i got it, it might be because i like i know an overarching story and i know how some of these events play out so like having that preconceived knowledge of how things pan out later it's like oh yeah like this is not good but just wait till you get to two like that one's good or just wait till you see what you know like that, that kind of thing but that doesn't yeah. help mass effect has its own game hold up on its own
1: you do have that additional knowledge yeah
0: yeah but yep that's how i feel about mass effect excited to get into this end game like i was saying now that we're gonna eventually get to a point i think next week we still have access actually we might not i don't know there is a point where we can no longer do any side content where we are forced in this kind of linear path down i think that's um, now i think we're locked in now is that now yeah that's kind of why i wasn't sure sure. if it was chapter six or chapter seven if it was when we go to ilios but yeah that is all for this episode of mass effect in the next episode again we'll be attempting to go to ilios but we will be stopped for some reason and have to divert our attention to other avenues which you'll have to just you'll just tune in next week to find out about that Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode, as always. I haven't seen you say it in a while, but leave us a five-star review. Go follow us on Spotify. Hi. Rate and review us. Tell us how you feel about our podcast. <laughs> Tell us how you feel about the fact that Jared doesn't like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> leave a review. You know what a yeah, worst take is? I like the road. Hobbits better. <laughs> that Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just a basic <laughs> that's bitch. A that's that's a why, why the Lord just of the died. Rings are too long and the <laughs> Hobbit has more action. That's the only reason why I like it. When's the last time you watched The Lord of the Rings? Movie? Couldn't
1: tell you. <laughs> I think you should try them again. So you,
0: I, I maybe have, watched. I, That's true.
1: I watched one, two, and half of three in a marathon as a 12-year-old and hated it. Um, and recently went to the cinema to see Fellowship of the Ring in IMAX like about a f- month, month and a half ago. Fucking loved it. Absolutely brilliant so that that might be I'll,
0: I'll i'll retract my like i didn't say like hey i just said I didn't enjoy it but that was when i had watched it maybe it was a similar time like when you know I were kids would watch the trilogy and i was like this is boring oh shooty blam blams where's transporter
1: it's um it's got the same thing as like a new hope and the first dune movie where mm. it's very setting the scene and setting fins up for what's going to be coming in the next yeah. two movies like the the last sort of third of the movie does get a bit action sort of and stuff starts to pick up but a lot of it is yeah. all building and, and
0: I'll give it another chance this- maybe we'll do a watch along maybe we'll do a watch along and I'll rewatch the first Lord of the Rings and we'll talk about it yeah. maybe or what, not.
3: Watch <laughs> <laughs> not we'll <laughs> yeah
0: yeah alright guys we're gonna get out of here thanks for listening we love you and we'll see you next week with chapter 6 of
1: Massive <laughs> Peace out. Peace, y'all.